0: All right, all right, all right. This is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering podcast. This is a uh, Peace and Love Morning Show 9921 on PodBeam Live. Let me make sure I got my mic working. Wes, is mic working? Everything's fucking working. Okay. Uh, while we're waiting, we're gonna do a. Uh, we'll just uh, jam a song. This is just nobody. This is actually me fucking around uh, yesterday. And as soon as this is over, we'll start the show. Maybe even sooner than that. So just hang tight, everybody. Golly gee. This is uh, Will Dick from the Art of Foner and Podcast, and Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess and Weed TV. Peace and love. Welcome to our morning show. We'll do Valleybrook morning style, style which, which means, means it's, it's going to suck more than, more than usual. Than usual. side of those imaginary tracks i live with the castoffs we are forgotten about it. that's okay man we watch our own backs east side of 35 little plot of heaven man that ain't no jive. brook in the valley but i've been a lot of hell, man. And it's Peachy Keenan's. Well, man, and be bad, Peace and love. Man. We'll get started here in a second. Well, hey there, Tiger. Take a look around you. We rolled out the red carpet on the Best. Best
1: for our vets.
0: Hey man, I got a cheap hotel room. My bottle of
1: vodka, man.
0: My old Coke spoon. I'm gonna ball. I'm gonna make it rain in the brook, man. Hey man, we got Jesus. He's in a strip bar, man. And he's offering. freedom from my sins, cash, whoops,
2: for gold, a cure, those
0: addictions, man, I'm really glad, man, that I took exit
1: 59,
0: man. Brooke, they know all my
2: afflictions
0: well hey man is that you I thought you died holy fuck you made it back well hey there tiger I don't want to hear about the pain or the sacrifice. Don't have time to hear about that trauma. Pull yourself up. Buy your bootstraps. Get a haircut and a real job. Come on, get with the program. Grateful nation, welcome home, tiger. Don't get the fuck out of the way, and that's the brook. Hey, right, Wes, good morning, man. Welcome to the vibe. Let me turn on Wes's mic. Wes, good morning. Welcome to the vibe.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you Happy and to Thursday. everybody else out there. How are you doing today?
0: Doing good. Big shout out to Bear who's out there watching us. Bear, if you stay tuned, we got, you know, a normal morning show, which is we're making this shit up as we go. But I've actually got something I put together. So, hey, in the midst of the two hour show, I'm hoping for about 45 seconds of planned content. So stay tuned. Just, uh, just, just stay, stay tuned, and hang with us, man. Okay, all right, man. Let, let's. It's Thursday. It's the ninth. You know, nine. By the way, we'll talk about this later. Nine elevenths on Saturday. Yep. Um, what is that? The twenty year anniversary. <laughs> Excuse me for coughing. Twenty? Can you fucking believe it?
1: Twenty years. Man. Uh, uh, right. yeah. Yeah, I wow. can. I've felt all 20 of those I, years. I, have, I, yeah, I, I believe it. I been,
0: have been in the thick of some of this, man. And it's nice to, I don't know. It's good to be home. I, I often told myself I would sit there. This is around 2000. Fuck, dude. We've been at this so long. But it was around 2010. And I was kind of sobering up and straightening my shit out. And I remember sitting around Walmart watching a bunch of people bitch about the lines, everybody taking time. And I was thinking, you know, there's probably some 19 year old kids in Afghanistan that would give their left nut to come home and bitch about how long it's taking to get something out of fucking Walmart while they run out of baby wipes to wipe their crusty ball sack with. And I can go on and on, but it is really good to be alive. It's, you know, and despite the news, which is doomsday and the end of the world, I don't know, I I woke up this morning, Wes, and that's kind of where I'm at today. Just an appreciation of the good air I'm taking with the weed into my lungs this morning and the even better air that I blow out for others to enjoy secondhand weed smoke and get a contact high. Um, It's just my way of saying, hey, man, if you hang around me, there's going to be consequences. Anyway, Wes, what do you got going on today?
1: Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to get high and do cartoons and jokes and shit like that. That's, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to pick up the guitar. I'm going to try to do some shit with that. I'm going to, I, I got, I got videos to make and things along those lines. I, I, I do, I did my, I did my news reading and stuff earlier. Got that out of the way. Fuck that. I won't after, after the show, I won't think of anything else other than just, other than just fucking around. I might play some frisbee. I might
0: play some frisbee. Hey, be careful with that, dude. You know where that leads to. Uh, if anybody's curious, I had a football coach in high school by the name of Joe Jaggers. I, I shouldn't shame the guy, but that's the guy's name. Um, <laughs> and uh, he was actually, you know, he was a person of the times. So he was actually a pretty fucking good football coach, in a a, I, it was a different era, but he had a good way of motiv- motivating me. I was always the kind of guy. He just could pick up on what would motivate people. And my motivation was always, you you just can't do shit, right? And I remember I was a freshman. He's like, there's just no way. There's just no way. There's no way you can ever play football. No, no, no. No, you're too young. You're too scrawny to play on big time. Anyway, he was, but he had this fucking thing where he'd pull us off to the side. We're a freshman in high school. And some of the. You know, it's fucking high school, man. So your world is like very small, but you think it's the entire world. So you think everything that happens in high school, everybody notice, everybody really cares about. No one gives a shit. But that that's not what I'm thinking at the time. So I'm a freshman, I'm all excited. The big varsity coach is talking to me and a couple other select, you know, recruits. And he's going to give his good knowledge on what it takes to to, you know, because I actually at the time I is baseball and football. And believe it, I was a jock back then. And I fucking wanted to try to get an athletic scholarship. I didn't want to study, but I just wanted to play sports. But anyway, he pulled us off to the side and he warned us about the dangers of marijuana to put this in context. This was 1979. That's how fucking old I am. Um, but he's like, Hey, you know, I've seen a lot of, a lot of good athletes come through this school, get on the pot. And, and and his big thing was fucking Frisbee. And we had a West. Did you have a smoking area in your high school? We did. We had a smoking area. Oh yeah. 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 All yeah. Right. There was one. And, and so he would always point to the smoking area cause there was always the fucking potheads and you know, long hairs and he's like, Hey man, I catch any of you playing Frisbee, any of you you're off the football team. Cause I know that he was fucking dead serious. He thought Frisbee was a gateway to marijuana. Like it was without a doubt if you're a teenager and you play frisbee, you're you're gonna smoke weed. It, there's there's no question. There's no fucking question. I mean, I'm serious, man. And people would fuck with me because I actually I was such a douche. I took them serious at first. I was still impressionable. I was like, God, John, I want to make the team. You know, I want to impress the coach. And people would fucking like stash frisbees on my yeah, they'd fuck with me. But anyway, that's the story <laughs> of the frisbee. I'm watching. If anybody's watching the live stream, you can see Wes and myself, but you can also see footage of just random footage. Anyway, Wes, what else is going on? Yeah, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to I'm gonna create. I, I spent most of the day doing that. Yes, actually all day doing that yesterday. But fuck, dude. It was like 12 hours for five minutes. It was just one of those scenes that was just a fucking hassle for me. I'm so glad to be done with it. I don't like it. I fuck it. But I'll show some of it today but for whatever reason everything was difficult with it so
1: that that's uh, I find that to be the case that if you put something together that's any good and has has a lot of work to it you get if uh it you're going to end up hating it you're going to end up fucking hating it you're going to be like oh is this even any good is this any uh, and I have to I have to get away from my work cuz I'll get I will get so deep in it and everything that isn't exactly how I thought it should be and then I've, I've let so many things go that and allowed for so many things that I just think, oh, this is just total shit. And then I have to walk away from it, come back to it. Sometimes sometimes it's a month later. I'll come back and I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, that's pretty good. Right. Oh, that, oh, that turned out okay. And, and I feel better about it then. But in the moment, in the moment, I, I doubt a lot of it. I doubt a lot of it.
0: It's just so weird because I smoke so much pot. So my pace is 180 out from the rest of the world. I take forever, you know, Uh, and so I'm very aware of that when I do these cartoons because a I have to. I don't have to. Smoking pot helps because I don't write a script. I just make it up as I go along. But, you know, I'm really having to go through some editing to fucking speed up the dialogue for our Twitter and our Twitch and our TikTok or TikTok generation, you know. But speaking of TikTok, how
1: are you coming with that? I I. I was gonna upload one of our music videos last night, but I, I'm i kinda well, I haven't had a single view. I've got somebody following. I don't know who the fuck that is. They haven't viewed anything. I haven't got a single view of the thing I put up there. And I've taken the time to go to go through the uh oh for you. I just just seeing what the fuck is out there and just it's give it time,
0: dude. I, I it just I, like, I have
1: no idea. I'll follow, uh, what, uh, I'll,
0: I don't I, I haven't gone on, tick, but I'll go follow you. But seriously, it's just going to take one person. You know what I mean? And once that happens. But right now, you know, anybody that wants to post anything reasonably intelligent or thought provoking or entertaining in a traditional sense is wasting their time on. The ticket. Uh Uh-oh. Road footage is giving radio par less. CPTSD. All right, buddy. We hear you, man. (laughs) Hang on. All right. Trip out on (laughs) this We don't want to do that. No more road footage. Now we have animation. Now you guys can trip out. By the way, a lot of these things in this animation are from the OU Art Museum. I kind of stopped on this. I'm going to go through and perfect this thing. But this is going to be... I I forgot to load it. I'm going to start doing... Music videos uh, and stuff like that to some of our original shit that will be included in a mix of products that we launched to you kids, man, to try to convince you that it's a real waste of time. To do anything else but smoke weed. Hey, Vera Harry and Radio Parless. Welcome, man. Welcome to our show. You're joined. This is me, Will, Dick, and Wes. Wes, tell Vera a little bit about yourself, man. So we could like, you know, get to know one another.
1: Uh, uh about five foot ten. Uh I'm open to just about anything in the bedroom. They uh, the, That's okay. Oh, Still, this you know,
0: is- this is like no fucking, <laughs> I mean. I, I refuse. This is why I can't play in this game, man. It's like two <laughs> seconds, two seconds, and if, if you're not, if I don't have an endor, my fucking endorphin rush in two seconds, I'm out here, just like this other guy. Boom. You know what it is? If you look, I actually bothered to look what really sells on Podbeam Live. Um, it's faith-based shit. I mean, there is a fucking boatload of fucking you fucking faith-based fucking podcast. I mean, a fucking shitload. And then you're run of the mill fucking whatever, you know, let, let's fucking drill down on fucking the news. Cause we're all fucking experts, you know, that kind of thing with, which is good. And we don't, I got to put that in a disclaimer that we talk out of our ass because we're not experts. Don't ever fucking confuse any of this for,
1: suggestions that right Wes? i mean uh yeah this is this is just our bullshit talk that's what this is i uh, kind of a half half vent half how do i feel today hey what are you doing what am i doing uh uh let's interact with people that's all this is uh yeah i i saw a lot of faith-based a lot of a lot of stuff dealing with uh dealing with politics yeah. uh just we don't fit and back to what you were saying about TikTok. that's why uh i had put up uh i'd put up a clip the only video i put up was a clip of uh like two two minutes something clip of the end of our cartoon the with uh with the stroking himself off the alien becomes him you know has an offspring the offspring kills him and he's the new alan uh, right, cool and just because i thought the pace was there and everything but after looking at everything out there I'm thinking, I just need some bullshit visual with some fucking phrase that people will like. Uh maybe with a pot leaf or something. I've I, I thought about doing something more more with uh after effects and a bunch of effects to a pot leaf waving something and yeah. uh you know you want to. Like a phrase like that. Yeah. Uh, and just all a all 15 cool second doing it, you know. Cause it's all like bullshit. That. Like you said, anything intelligent, if you want to write something that's really that 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 really has some cohesiveness and all that TikTok's not the audience. So uh to get views and to drive people I think I need to I need to come up with even more just lightweight bullshit. Just well, okay. uh hey it's got that instant visual and that's it.
0: Here's what you know like I said one of, and it look I I've got a porn video to show you guys and Spanky's going to the dispensary. So trust me, you know, if you're if you're here for a light mood we'll get to that. But TikTok, I I tell you, I was thinking about this, Wes, because, you know, in my fantasies, you know, I just think there's opportunity in media and doing interesting commercials for disabled people. And it's something I'm very interested in pursuing. And I'll show the Spanky's dispensary, you know, but but to your point, TikTok, you know. It, just because I'm a guy that takes my time doesn't mean that, you know, so it, it it's, I think it's a good skill to have, to be able to make, to be, you know, to be able to make con cause your content could go to both audiences. You know, you could, you could, even if you put like my 11 minute shows, if I took the time, I could probably take it down to a one minute TikTok fucking thing. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I, I think there, I'm starting to, if like everything you can gain something i have a very negative attitude from tiktok because i think it's nothing never mind but it's um but i think there's positive and i and i think if you're in that space man you know cuz it, it's like business writing you know it's the same fucking thing you, you know you have got to be able to make your fucking point like if i'm your manager i do not have fucking time to read wikipedia you know what i mean and so you have to you have to make your point in one or two sentences. I know that sounds unfair, but, you know, that's just the way it is. The ability to brief information. I don't like doing that, but that's a skill you have to have. And that's why I'm not in that anymore, because it was really hard to be brief when I was high at work, Wes. You know what I mean? <laughs> they go like, OK, get to the point. And I just kind of like, oh, man, have you guys ever really thought about, you know, I get off on these fucking esoteric rants in the middle of a fucking staff meeting. You, you know what I mean? And it, a lot of people are like, what, what's happened to you? But anyway, what else is going on? I'm going to look for something, Wes, while well, you cover for me for a
1: second. Why don't you talk about what we got planned Saturday, please? Uh, Saturday night, Saturday night movie night, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8th Pacific. You know where you are in the country. Uh, it's going to be over on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess on Facebook and YouTube. It'll also be on the Weed Cartoon. uh, uh, at Weed Cartoon, we enjoy every day uh, page on Facebook. Uh, we're going to have uh, some original content. We're gonna—I know—Will uh, is going to be bringing the the latest version of the Amazing Slacker uh, uh, episode ten is going to be there. Uh, he's also got some other shorts, I think that's going to come in. And I've got a—I've got a short uh, that I'm still producing with our, our cartoon short with our. Our characters, popcorn, soda pop, uh, they're not our characters. They're free characters, but they're, they're going to get into some mischief off to the movies. It's adult content. Uh, if you're home uh, and looking for something to fucking do at 11 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday, uh, uh tune into the channel, just say hi, say fucking in the comments and, and, and we'll bring you into the show. Just, uh, just show up right on, man.
0: And I got a treat. We're just going to fucking get into it. I are, you know, People are coming in and out on fucking uh, Podbeam. Radio Parless, thank you. He's hanging tight. But it's like drop in, drop out kind of thing. I, I can't monitor who's watching online. So whatever. This is for us. Um, when I talk about doing advertisements, I did something for a local dispensary uh, called Friendly's Market in Norman, Oklahoma. These guys were fucking fantastic. And I would just... The first one I did was during COVID. There was a dispensary that had did a bait-and-switch ad. But this one um, was just kind of, you know, I was out of weed one day. And I, there a, this is a five-minute, hey, man, when you come in, M. Hanny. I, I, I'm going to lecture you, dude. If you just blast in here and call, that leads me to believe that all you want to do is fucking run your mouth and not listen to what we're talking about, man, have some sort of courtesy, dude. And if you're going to come in and want to call, then, sh- I mean, at least pretend that you're listening. Don't just immediately come in here and want to call, dude. I mean, fuck. I mean, I want to play along, but I mean, that's this fucking bullshit. You, you know, in fact, see you later, man. I'm just not. I, I'm sorry. I uh, just see you. You're gone. I mean, I, I know what that is. It, it's the same old bullshit. They're either going to try to sell me on some fucking crack fucking uh, Patreon site they have or fucking turn this into a discussion that they want to turn it into and not what we're talking about. I want to take calls, but fuck, man. Give it give it a couple minutes before you hit the button. Sorry, Wes. But back to no, the fucking- No, I I, I agree. Just- no, I I mean, I just learned on Podbeam that fucking taking calls is 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 a fucking tinderbox, man, because we clearly say what this podcast is about, which is not politics, not, you know, fucking hate and division. And what happens? Somebody blasts a call. Hey, what do you think about Biden? Or... Hey, you, you know. So just give us a couple minutes, man, and, and I'll listen to what everybody's got to say, but fucking show some respect. All right, back to this. Sorry, dude, I didn't want to be a douche, but that was just I just had it with these guys, man. I mean, it, boom. anyway, so now getting back to the fucking peace and love, man. So I did a puppet show. This is an ad for a dispensary I did. All right. i right, I'm. It's really raw. Those of you on Podbean will be able to hear it. There's visuals of this streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and fucking Twitter. But this will be up there. You can go up there and look at it. I've got the whole thing. This is Spanky Goes to the Dispensary. Here's the ad part. Dispensary. dispensary. Gee golly, golly, it's like like a field field trip. trip. It certainly is. Here we go, Spanky. (laughs) Gee golly, I see see a green cross. cross. We We must must be at at a weed dispensary. Well, well look, look who, who put on their, on their thinking cap, cap this morning good, morning. good, good job spanky, spanky. it is, is a weed dispensary are you ready for our field trip golly gee i am welcome spanky to Friendly's market gee whiz a weed dispensary in norman oklahoma golly gee willikers gee whiz that's really informative it certainly is spanky It's not just about the hemp here. It's about wellness. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I smoke weed. For my overall wellness. (laughs) Settle down, Spanky. Settle down. Let's get back to the field trip. Okay. Wow. All the ganja products are peachy keen. They certainly are peachy keen. And there's all kinds of them. Golly gee. Gee golly. Look at all the hemp on sale. Golly gee, blunts, edibles, and flour. Gee golly. Gee golly, blue tangerine sounds fun.
2: Hi, Spanky. Gee golly,
0: I'm here to buy your an ounce of your finest hemp. Gee whiz. <laughs> What's on special?
2: Oh, uh, so today we have for special our day Extract, which is gonna be 25% off. Gee golly,
0: will that get me high? Oh, super high.
2: <laughs> golly gee,
0: okay. Gee golly, thanks for the hemp. Gee whiz. Golly, golly gee willikers. Geez, the pipes are wicked cool. Gee golly, that was a swell time. Gee golly, Spanky, that was really... All right, I'll spare you from the rest because I was really high at the ending. Spanky was making the connection because they went to the dispensary. They now have weed. He was able to link that. It started off with, hey, Spanky, weed just doesn't grow in the ground, man. You know, you got to go to a dealer or a weed. I got your mic on, Wes. Anyway, we'll come back. I got some more stuff loaded up, but that was very raw. We can work much tighter now, but I want to do ads like that. And I want to, I want to have a team of disabled folks, preferably to, I, I look, I, I would kill. It would be wonderful if it was disabled vets, but disabled people that are housebound be a part of this, man. We'll do fucking out there ads. kind of like the Dudley Moore movie, crazy people or whatever it was, where he goes, where he got all those fucking lunatics doing fucking, uh, I think it was Jaguar. You'll get a hand job in this car. Something like that. I mean, just real fucking, you know, just out there ads. Anyway, the show's starting off with a bang. Anybody that's come in here besides radio just ran off. That Spanky's ran everybody out. They're probably like, hey, man. um, Gosh. Almost everything on here is faith-based. The art of floundering sounds interesting. I bet you they're talking about a, a new age path to the top of the mountain. They come in here and spanky's like, gee golly whiz, we're getting high, you know. So Wes, what else is up, buddy? I'm getting ready
1: to show the porno here in a second. Oh, just uh just uh, I read I found it interesting. The only thing I found interesting was the uh and it was what I was reading this morning all the talk, there was an Australian uh, person that mentioned new world order and just Twitter is as lit up with conspiracy. So that that's been interesting to, uh, you know, I like to, I, whenever there's a conspiracy theory, whenever there's something that, that really, you know, is out there uh, and Twitter is alive, I find that entertaining to just go through the post for or against see it seeing it all the all the fucking crazy it's a it's been an entertaining morning, so i'm yeah. I'm happy with that at least you know that that started my day off right um, that in the weed,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like the Elvis is alive, that's my favorite one, <clears throat> and that hasn't been politicized yet um you know, give that one time some fucking candidate or former candidate's gonna fucking tweet being either pro or con. Elvis being alive. And next thing you know, we'll all be in the closet with our opinions on it because we don't want to say either way, because we're going to fucking, that's going to fucking signal that we must be in some kind of camp. You know, that kind of thing, dude, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, that's a fucking Twitter is a cesspool, dude. I just don't go. And it's, it's really arrogant of me. I don't go, but I post on her. So I expect everybody else to go, but I just really, I mean, uh, I mean, I get social media is a great tool, but oh my God, Twitter is just Twitter uh, parlor. I find parlor to be another one that doesn't really have a lot of, I mean, there's just not a lot of healthy discourse. (laughs) That's what I mean. You know, I'm not talking about the opinions. I like the fact that people have strong opinions, but you know, I don't see a lot of hell. I don't see a lot of, Hey. Let's debate respectfully. It's always, you know, ad hominem attacks. Hey, fuckhead, you know. Hey, cock, you know, this kind of shit, you know. So I That's guess, uh,
1: that's all it is. And I I was uh in high school, I was a debater. So I, you know, I I I understand the there are rules. There are there there should be. There how healthy discussions uh these people have not read I'm okay, you're okay or anything about interpersonal communications clearly that's that that's why i i do the same as you you're not out there spewing the hate but you're out there throwing uh throwing your art and everything out there and you kind of have to uh so it's understandable to participate and be posting there on twitter everybody is out there but you know what you and i are posting uh or at least generally i've i mean i've gone through my phases i've gone through my phases of are you fucking kidding me? Uh, where I'll type something out and give my opinion, and but I I try to get away from that shit now. It it eats at you. It eats let's, at uh, you, and it shortens your life.
0: Let's go. Hey, I want to preview something here real quick, man. Now, yeah, uh, I'm. We got a we got a movie night coming up, and here's a preview of what I'll be be showing, man. This is like just a couple of minutes. For those of you on Podbeam, you will still be able to get what we're talking about here, man. But this is a preview for a uh, movie night this saturday and what i'm working on the amazing slacker hope you enjoy special, special preview. preview the, the amazing, amazing slacker part 10 big cock country getting physical featuring chad and officer flower chad i'm prepared to get physical if i have to go ahead man get physical oh does the naughty boy like this is that a nightstick in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? I'm taking control now. I don't think so, foxy lady. It's time for Chad to take control. That's right, Chad. Put me in my place. Quit running your mouth and just take it. This one's for social justice. All right. Um, that's, that's just a preview of the amazing slacker. Got it. Amazing slacker part 10. Um, uh, the, the title of this particular series is big cock country. Uh, to remind everybody, there is a wild giant cock running wild through America. Anyway, I just wanted to share that, get that out of the way. So we just I'm not focusing on when I'm going to play it. So now we can just focus on the fucking, the, the, the the content that we have for everybody, man, the wonderful planned show that, that we put, yeah. you know,
1: right? Oh, this thing? Yeah, oh, we, this th- thing? This show. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I uh yeah, sure. Uh I now I didn't get my script. I didn't get my show outline. Did you email that to me? No, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Something <laughs>
0: funny, man. Here's what's weird. I, I I was a real fuck up as a kid. Real fuck up. And <clears throat> the only thing that The only reason why I'm not that it's the only way I've learned through is through negative consequences. That is a God's honest truth. I have no one has ever given me advice that I followed. Right. It's always been like, oh, shit, this hurts. I won't do that anymore. That's really I mean, um, so I'm having a. So I'm the worst person. I was thinking about this last night because I was talking with somebody who was 14. I'm really the worst person for that because i'm not, I'm never gonna i I don't wanna lie, and you know, and I was just you know i I was like look i do you strike me as like me I mean I could sit here and 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 tell you lying you out of script, but at the end of the day you're just gonna do what you gotta do, and I learned by pain, I hope that's not what's gonna happen to you, but a lot of things that really suck in life just go through just. Just ride it out. And I and people, I mean, sometimes time is the cure, and that sucks. But like in high school, time is the cure. High school sucks, you know, for everybody. So, I mean, what's the cure to high school sucking? Not being in the high school. What's the connection of not being, well, if you drop out, that's one. But the other thing is time. So if you can ride it out, then you get past the suck. Like you're talking about boot camp or fucking whatever it is. You just, it's just ride it out you know, write it out or do what I do. And this was another piece of shitty advice I gave him. You know, I'm like, look, if you're sitting there in class and you just, you know, every, you know what I mean? Every, everybody you can't relate to, remove yourself from the situation and pretend you're an anthropologist studying, you know, people of this age group and this demographic and put yourself in that mindset. And, and in that, in that way, you can sort of, it's like it's like a self-induced high without marijuana, but you can sort of rise above it. If you if you practice this enough, I did this all the time in the military. You know, I and and so it's it's kind of an interesting skill. Sorry to
1: be serious, but anyway. no, that that's that's how you and it's also how uh, it, it gives you inspiration for art. If you sit and you if you are studying the people around you if you're observing, if you're, if, uh, like you say, taking yourself out of the situation and, uh, I, 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 the most common place would be in a waiting room in a doctor's office or in a, or in a dentist. You're, you're coming up with a story for all the different people that are around you and whatever you're hearing and the different thing, uh, uh and it, you know, not a part of it. You're there with your thing, but you're thinking about it. everybody else is in it. I find it to be, uh, I find it to, to be good for, you know, inspiration for comedy and other things along those lines. But yeah, I'm one of those that, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't take advice. I end up just, uh, suffering the consequences and hopefully learning a lesson in the process.
0: Quick shout out to Tulian Tam, Tam yard, talk hard, taking care of business with a flash. Peace and love to you. Peace and love to you. I want to talk to you about maybe coming on this show, We coming on yours, you know, a vibe I'd love that. Only crazy lady, peace and love. Radio Parless, peace and love, and the voice of Wes. Right on, man. And J.R. Schneider. I'm getting better at these names, man, so that's cool. So anyway, uh, also for you kids watching at home, man, we're streaming on YouTube, Twitter, and friggin' Facebook. This week is experimental, so you're not going to really see much, but two old guys smoking the hemp pipe and some weird animation. In the future, this will be like different things we'll show. We'll have interviews, all kinds of fucking vibes. I can, I'll throw some music on there today, and I've got some other stuff. But I will tell you, Wes and I have this conversation. There's a couple things, trends, that I'm not into. One is the, the TikTok-type videos of the, hey, man, I'm this selfless fucking dude, and let's make sure the camera's in focus because now I'm going to surprise this down-and-out person with some cash and get their reaction. And you know, I just—I don't know. I'm—I'm. I, I'm would you do that if the camera wasn't rolling? Kind of thing. Is it, it just seems more of a virtue signal, and it seems like an exploitation of somebody's suffering. So I get real hesitant because I do have—I have some videos that I've taken, and I don't like showing because I really there, there's no real point to them other than I just feel like I'm exploiting somebody. So I'm—I'm I'm on the fence, but I like getting. Talking with real people, and I'm going to start getting out and getting some of that content. But, you know, I want it to be, you know, to, like I said, Wes, my big thing is that the people, the places, the situations that we ignore, not because we're bad people, just because that's the way life has programmed us, you know, like Valley Brook or whatever it is that we pass by all the time. I spent too much time ignoring that, and that's kind of like my hippie dippy vibe. But anyway, if if long story short if you're watching you know we'll throw some shit up there but it will be more as we progress anyway what else you got wes as we fucking kill him with this content this morning
1: oh uh, killing it with the content it's uh the the season change i am observing the comfortable temperatures outside and able to to go outside into the into the wonderful wonderful environment out there uh, uh the outdoors i haven't all fucking summer long it's been so fucking hot well, and there's been yeah. so many fucking issues i haven't been able to enjoy it and finally this this week i've been able to go out with the kids and uh picking pears out of the fucking trees and just kind of enjoying nature and, and feeling a little more a little more normal as opposed to sitting in front of a fucking computer all day long that that you got to have some time away from it every now and then.
0: I'm going to switch gears on you because I was going to talk about not being able to play guitar because of the heat on the back porch. Right. But then that led me down to why I played guitar in the first place. Right. And I've been playing. I'm not, you know, I'm not any good, but I've been playing guitar since I was a kid. And the motivation for me um, was to be fucking cool. I mean, and, and all that encumbered was, I mean, I, I, I started really young, but I got serious, you know, when I was a teenager, my motivation was, you know, girls and to be cool. What was your motivation? I mean, you know, after it's not my motivation anymore, but that's what, that was the gateway, man. The gateway to guitar was peer pressure and wanting to fit in with the, the potheads and, 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 and get, you know, have, have girls really dig me. Cause I was a, fucking badass musician what was your
1: motive i i would say uh as far as males getting into it that's probably a universal uh, so? That or, or at least a, a big reason why everybody and their fucking brother can play guitar right. or at least at some level yeah, i was that was mine to yeah. to be cool and everything uh, although i didn't i didn't i did the bare minimum i did the bare minimum so yeah uh, to be able to and we, we wrote our own shit songs. I was terrible. I didn't actually start taking music serious till I was almost 30 years old. I didn't actually uh, uh, really try to, to uh, get any better, to grow any beyond where I was until I was 29 years old. And uh, it wasn't until 40 that I really felt like, uh, felt like I understand the bass and the guitar uh, a lot better uh, and feel more like a musician and not just somebody that can hit two two uh two notes in a bar chord, you know.
0: Yeah, it it, it you know, it's interesting cuz yeah, like you, I got into it, you know, for that, but now it's something different. But I I have this I don't know, dude. I you know, I I don't know what genre I'm into. It's just all over the place, but um you know, I wonder how many people are in music not be but they don't want to be, but they're 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 still in it for I don't know. I don't know what got me into that. Just you know, it gets me into, you know, just because somebody's a famous musician doesn't mean they're pro- they're following their passion. Probably they are because that's really an out there thing. But you know, we make these assumptions that you know, if somebody's in the arts, they're they're following their passion, and if somebody is an accountant that they're, they're selling out. Well, I've actually met like a ditch digger that really dug doing that. That was the dude's passion. And I've met people that do really boring jobs that they dig it. You know what I mean? But I wonder, Wes, on the opposite end of the spectrum, an artist like, fuck, I hate being an artist. <laughs> you, have you I, ever heard
1: that I'm going to, somebody that it may be, somebody that may fall into that category uh, at some level or at least grew to it, Gene Simmons. It's a business. Kiss was a, is a business. Now he paints, he paints and and does other things, but I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that kiss and the music aside from the success of it. I think his, his passion is in the success of it and not the musicianship of it. Uh, so uh, he would be someone that I would think.
0: That's a good example. Yeah. That's interesting, man. It's just, you, you know, the, the rap that I, you know, that, that I felt in my life was, gosh, I'm not doing what I want to do, you know, but I wonder, I wonder if that's, I, I, I'm almost thinking that's necessary. I think everybody probably does this. Even somebody that's done, that's followed their fucking path their entire life probably reaches a point where you question, right? I mean, I think we all, to be healthy, Maybe, maybe, maybe this is not a bad thing. So if people are out there kind of reassessing things and all that. Maybe that's a healthy process. I, I found it. I don't know if it's healthy, but usually I become something improves. I, you know, nothing, it may not be dramatic, but something improves after that kind of process. It's not fun to go through, but it improves, you know?
1: Well, I think, I think everybody that's, that's just a sign of growth. That's just, uh, that's health. And, and I would say it's healthy. I would say that uh reassessing and and going through those different things even if it is your passion uh, you got you you want to be at least at, or at least you would feel as you're exposed to more things and more experiences that you'd find other interests outside of the one minutia thing that you're that you're doing so uh i i see it as healthy i like to my goal i would love to be to be known as kind of a renaissance guy uh, a guy that has uh, uh, such a wide, varied interests, uh, and that's why I try to read a lot of different things that aren't my forte, aren't my area, just so I, I get exposed to it, and it may be something that i like to pursue more knowledge on. So uh, I think it's healthy. I think it's very healthy.
0: You know, uh, speaking of reading, and we're talking about Elvis. And uh, I've read Elvis and Me, the Priscilla Presley book. I just want to just throw out my street cred that I am an Elvis fan. But we were talking the other day, we're talking about Joe Campbell that led me to talk about Mighty Mikey, the methamphetamine uh, superhero. Kind of, you know, a riff on how shameless companies can get with it. You know, so I'm trying to think of the most shameless example of marketing. And, um, and I'm wondering if anybody out there has an example, um, or you do Wes, the, the there, there's one I can think of um, that comes to mind immediately. And, um, is there's this guy on YouTube called Peter Popoff and, um, I can't play any of his stuff because of, but he's a, he's kind of a, uh, one of those guy, those, uh, TV evangelist dudes. Right. And he sells magical fucking spring water. And the fucking, they will fucking make these claims, dude, that, hell, fuck that chemotherapy. I did Peter Popoff's Magical Springwater, you know, and you're just like, holy fuck. I mean, the things that they're saying, like, to do, to forego for his magical, and I'm just like, this is so fucking shameless, dude. I mean, they're just fucking wrong. How do they get away with this? You know, is it, I, I don't know. I don't know how this ad passed any kind of muster but you know, I'll come, some others come to mind, but do you have any like really shameless marketing campaigns or ones that you just
1: thought were, what the fuck, dude? Do you think we're just dumb? I, uh, as you were talking and I'm, I was going through thinking of different ones. And like yesterday when I talked about the, the creation of TV shows, cause we were concentrating on kids and the marketing to kids. Okay, yeah. The concentration yeah. of uh, uh, the TV shows, uh, cartoons created during the eighties just purely for the marketing of the toys right. they would develop the toys at the same time and that was all uh, uh uh spurred by uh George Lucas George Lucas made a fucking fortune off of toys and and uh, based on his movie and it was the merchandising rights that really made his fortune uh mm-hmm. with Star Wars uh so and everybody saw that everybody saw that success and it was like how do we capitalize on it and that's when it Uh, When it wasn't commercials, when it's we're going to create a whole fucking series just to get you excited about these toys that you're going to have to ask for for fucking Christmas. That's why uh,
0: we're coming out with a Hempy action figure, dude. Um, You know, one of our characters, Hempy, is a is a marijuana bud with uh, a movable mouth and movable limbs, man, and a whole personality. And you'll see him on the next Amazing Slacker. He's prominent in the opening scene. He's got a low rider anyway, but hempy man, you know, thinking about hempy and Hey kids, Hey kids, your good pal. Hempy says it's a okay to drop out, man. What kind of action figures would you have, man? I'll be right back. West, but you know, would you have any action figures from your shit? That would be
1: kind of cool, dude. We actually with Sculpy, we, we put together, we we took a Sculpy and we have an alien character, Alan, the other, a bunch of our other characters other than the humans and we don't have any humans in uh the pilot episode you you don't see any humans until uh until episode two which we're working on now gonna have by the end of the month but uh the others are all pot leaf people so they're very two-dimensional uh so we haven't put anything together like that but i could see that in a plushie or in uh, some sort of uh uh some sort of pillow type uh you know pillow type doll or something for those but we we did get sculpey out and the alien character uh there was one of those created and and some of the others because it would be neat to have action figures if we uh but these would uh, these are shows for adults so it'd be you know it'd be some sort of some sort of brian possein type collector type thing who would want to have something like this uh you know being a i'm just thinking of someone who i know collects and i know likes weed because you got to do those two things in order to do it otherwise otherwise all our merch we're gonna we're gonna look at uh t-shirts and and coffee mugs like the i don't i don't know if if anybody can see this uh because it's awfully small down in the corner but uh we're gonna stick with those The i could see like i say i could see a I could see a plushie I could see some sort of plushy uh, pot leaf character that would be something you could have, but we're going to stick with t shirts and mugs, you know, for the most part.
0: Yeah. That's, I, uh, you know, I could, it's always fun to, you know, I, I would, like I said, I made a, I had a shirt made just for me. I'd like to make a hempy action figure just for me. I wouldn't want to have to deal with the headache of trying to fucking <clears throat> deal with customers' fucking complaints about their fucking. Marijuana action figure toy, I don't know, causing some kind of fucking safety thing and good God. And then I'm on fucking 60 minutes, you know, and there's sweat on my upper lip and they're, hey, Will Dick, what, what's this, uh, you know, how can you say that you really care about safety when you smoke pot every day? And then I'll be sitting there, I, I don't know where you got your information from, pal but that's a bunch of bullshit and then they start showing fucking videos and fucking talk and I'm like that's what you're seeing is not true you know that I I I'll have nothing to go on and I'm getting raked over the coals <laughs> all because I got fucking greedy and I wanted to penetrate a market man I wanted to penetrate the 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 action figure market the underserved kids out there that need a hero in in the drug culture you know and you know i was thinking about you know denny the fucking neighborhood weed dealer hey it's denny you know but somebody to look up to you know and a, a hero because we all are born different and some of us are born predisposed to not want to fucking be a part of what most people are doing today which is working and dealing with that shit i i was predisposed to not work and i want to create a space for that because fucking it's genetic i'm tired i'm tired of being shamed for who i am stop shaming me for how i was born i was born not wanting to work when i knew this very early on when they were trying to potty train me i'm like what the fuck why don't you handle this shit right literally (laughs) i mean i'm really got other things i'd like to do right now man and so very early on i realized man life is a life is always trying to fucking remind you not to embrace that it's fucking good god you know it's it's fucking i mean you you gotta eat so you gotta fucking pay for food what the fuck you you know anyway but yeah we i just want to create a space but I'm, i'm on
1: a riff i'm sorry guys That's the future. The future is going to make it so that your kind is going to be taken care of. We've got automation's going to make make UBI a necessity, and uh, and you and your kind and my kind will be able to spend your days in the ways that you would like, uh, not not encumbered with this. You've got to be a part of the working class uh, fucking mentality that gets put on people. They all participate in it because they're told from early on, find your worth. You got to do this. You got to be worthwhile to society because you owe society something. Fuck that.
0: Oh, (laughs) hey, I got a customer review for Fiverr. If somebody puts an order in a year ago and the person totally fucking gaffes, that's called give a flying fuck, blows it off, and then a year later goes, okay, here's your order for delivery. There's got to be some kind of fucking rule about this shit. It was an order on something that no longer existed. It was only two bucks, but it's like, I'm sure there's, I don't want to talk about Fiverr, but because these gig things are great. But if you're, if you're a gigger, dude, you got to do better than a fucking year response time or get out of the biz, yo. I mean, good God. I mean, that's just, I mean, because look, I like the gig economy. Don't fuck it up for the other people being that douchebag. Don't flake out in there. If you're going to be a flake, don't go in Fiverr because there's people trying to make a living in there. And don't be one of these fucking douchebags that's going to give it a bad name because I, I, there's some fucking great talent in Fiverr. You know what I mean? And it's a great fucking resource. And so I'm I'm advocating for it. And I'm calling out the fucking douchebag that is so fucking inept that, you know, good fucking God. And it, you know, there's no really recourse. You know what I mean? Because I failed to cancel the order. I mean, I just, sorry, a year later, I forgot it was even out there. So anyway, lesson learned, but we all have a responsibility on the gig economy is where it's going to be, <clears throat> or for a lot of people. So be an ethical yep. player in that space. Don't be a fuck, man, because you're only fucking it up for your neighbor. You know, that's just my two cents. And I I, I would, I would say this guy's name, but I, I'm not into that kind of shit. You know, it's just I just want to call out the general behavior, which I without slamming the service, because the service is awesome. Yeah.
1: Now they uh I wonder I wonder if that person's got other because you can't be the only one that, you know, this person has come across that with. Well, so it'd be interesting to see the reviews or something. I, uh, one of these days the I'll, I'll
0: screen capture the the cause it was I was like it was like talking to a robot. It was like, hey, fuckhead. Da, da 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 thanks so much for your kind order sir hey fucker, are you even reading this you douchebag cocksucker you know and it's like i will process this immediately immediately was 12 months ago fucker. the fucking thing is no longer in existence you know what i mean it was for a buddy of mine <laughs> it was to promote a buddy of mine's website it, it, and i and i got it for him as a gift right and uh It just, you know, he just fucking gave up on it, which is, you know, but that was, that was what this was for. So he was going to go promote a non-existent website. Fucking, you know. (laughs) know, Oh, you gotta love it. The the gig economy is where we're going. I did. uh, That's a, that's a government thinking thing right there, man. I mean, I work for the government. That's our, that's, that's our kinds of fucking policies right there, man. You know, (laughs)
1: Uh, uh, the the gig economy is where things are going for a lot of people uh and and uh hopefully more people hopefully hopefully people who currently don't have don't have those skills will be able to get the skills to be because there's so many different things out there and and you hope that people can uh you hope that people can be, do something or at least they like to fish good enough to where once ubi takes over they've got hobbies or frisbee Frisbee is another great uh, way to spend your time. Let me tell uh, you, it, you know, how
0: it. I could make a mint right now with a little bit of marketing under a different banner. But if anybody's watched my puppet shows, forget about the content. Just look at the presentation, forget about the weed humor and all the things that discuss you, but look at the ambiance. Now, if I were to market this as a high end children's theater that does customized performances based off of who you give me. And I will present to you in video form that can be done live or whatever, right? It could be, I can even do live things for them. I mean, charge, charge, what's called prestige pricing. Okay. Really slick up the website, really clean lines, things like that. Make it look upscale. I'm telling you, I could make a mint doing that. You you know what I mean? A fucking mint for, you know, for some fucking five-year-old kid to be able to get like this puppet show with maybe even him as a character, send me the, you know, I could do whatever we want to do for a tier. You want your kid to be a live puppet. Hey, send me pictures in this dimension and it will happen. Right. Right. And so for those of you out there that are looking for ways to make uh, money, take that idea and run with it. Cause I'm not going to do it because that doesn't serve what I want to do. But you know what, that doesn't help me serve the community. You know, I want to take this and serve the community. Now, if I could, like I said, turn a community loose on this, I, I'd love to do that. But that's okay. I think that, what do you think, Wes? Am I on the pipe? But I, I just think that
1: would uh, there is huge money in marketing, uh, uh, children's stuff. Uh, that and and that especially uh because it feeds ego that idea would would go over gangbusters i I'm taking measured steps because I've got those those two daughters uh nine and five right. uh, and they they have a YouTube channel and we have multiple episodes outlined uh right uh, uh, I'm taking my time with it I'm taking my time because I I don't I want it to go over good but uh, to set them up with affiliate marketing income sources and things along those lines before they, you know, before they even get to the point where they're driving, so that and give them all the same skills I have, so they can pursue their own uh, passions or at least know how to how to market it and everything.
0: Here's another crazy idea I have. I'm really high this morning. Um, you know, I want to do some serious songwriting, and and there there are times in the quote creative process. We're getting away from all this, you know, the electronics, just the bullshit. And then I started thinking, how cool would it be if there were like four or five other people that that played an acoustic instrument? I don't care what. It could be a guitar a banjo, something that travels and doesn't require electricity. And fucking travel. Fucking to just forgotten about places. And 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 see what you come up with, and just film that fucking film, film the, the journey, and also the songs that people come up with on it. I just think something really cool would happen with that. A lot of weed, acoustic instruments, and just descending on on you know BFE fucking Podunk shithole or Valley Brook or just some place that you, you, that it's not in the fucking travel guide. It's where you, you're not supposed to go. Go there, you know, go there and hang out, smoke weed and, and take in that vibe. I don't know. I just think something really magical would happen. I can't wait till it's a little bit safer
1: to do that, but yeah, man, dude, I want let's to hope, yeah. let's hope that happens in the, in the future. Yeah. I'm waiting.
0: Oh, it'll come. It'll come. You know, look, man, we're still here, but anyway, so now, okay, we're here. We've been here for an hour. As a treat, because I want to give people a preview of the kind of vibe we're going to be doing, which is just not us babbling, but we're also streaming to YouTube, fucking Twitter, and Facebook, but this is all experimental right now. We eat the elephant one by at a time, but we hope to have live performances and whatnot, (coughs) but excuse me, (coughs) and we also hope to have me cough like fucking crazy into the mic man but let me see if i can find it here i'm just kind of losing ah i did find it i am so cool we're going to listen to a live music performance by let's see who we have tonight let's do uh caleb mcgee atlantic city this is from live at the vibe we will be right back after that if i can make sure i get it hold up every okay caleb mcgee live at the vibe we'll be right back after this
2: the chicken man in Philly last night. He blew up his house too. Down on the boardwalk to get ready for a fight. Gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now they're in trouble bussing in from out of state and the T.A.K. no relief gonna be a rumble on the promenade and the gambling commission is hanging on by the of the sea everything dies baby that's a fact baby everything that dies someday comes Back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Need me tonight in Atlantic City. Well, I? Got me a job and I put my money away, but I got the kind of test, there ain't no honest man to pay. But I pulled all of my money from that central trust, and I bought us two tickets on that coast city bus. Everything dies, baby. That's a fact. Baby, everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Our well, love may have died, and our love may grow old, but with you forever, I'll stay. Some may grow tired and some may get full, so put stockings on cause it might get cold. Job out here, but it's hard to find. Well, there's winners and there's losers, and I'm south of that thin line. But I'm tired of being down here on that losing end. So I met me a man last night, gonna do a little favor for him. Everything dies, baby. That's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Meet me tonight. Hear that in and Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. And meet me tonight. In Atlantic City.
0: That was Caleb McGee, man, singing about my hometown, Atlantic City. Caleb McGee, singer-songwriter from Norman, Oklahoma. If you want to learn more about him, go to the Art of Flounder and Podcast YouTube channel there are two performances of him over at my former abode he will be on here to be interviewed also maybe next summer live anyway wes we have wes from stream surf wes and jess wes introduce yourself to your kid to the kids as we enter the second house
1: wes from stream surf with wes and jess and the cartoon we enjoy every day uh at weed cartoon over on uh, facebook and twitter and we don't even we don't have enough subscribers to have an actual channel name so so search for it over on youtube search for it uh, we enjoy everyday cartoon uh, give it a view give us a subscription uh, we need those so we can get that name uh uh, uh what do we what are we gonna talk about this second fucking hour well, are we, I was are we about gonna something. talk about the weekend or
0: yeah we'll get to that uh weekend we got all kinds of live content at what time it well I, we gotta t- it's 9 eleven what do you think well let's just have this conversation you think we should do it you think i I got a film maybe we should just put that off till Sunday it's the 20th anniversary of 9 eleven I don't know um' we'll, we'll let's just we're, we're we, we stream every Saturday uh at nine. Or 11 p.m. Eastern. Fuck it. Let's do it. I'm working. Let's just do it. Uh, you know what? It'll almost be fucking nine twelve by the time we get really started. East Coast. It won't technically, it won't be 9 11 to a lot of people that listen to this. Which we're, we're big in Europe, man. You know, dude, we're big in Europe. People don't follow us here, man. But like in fucking Bulgaria, dude. They're fucking, you don't go to Bulgaria. They fucking dig us there, dude. It's fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be known is what you're saying if we show up in Bulgaria. Fuck, dude.
0: The paparazzi, man. It's like, look, dude. I didn't get into this biz to like, you know. But anyway, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's no disrespect. Trust me. Um, But no disrespect. But you know what? Um, It'll be. So 11 p.m. Eastern over on Stream Surf for Wes and Jess uh, this Saturday, man. Uh, our weekly movie night? And what will you be showing the kids, Wes? Uh,
1: I've got a short off to the movies with the countdown gang. Uh, they're they're going to get into some mischief, probably ever run in with the law and other things along those lines. Uh, plenty of adult situations in it. So come prepared, come prepared. And I, I want to touch on what you, it, it was something I was just thinking about that you'll laugh about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about us being known yeah. in Bulgaria. I love that by the way. Yeah. Uh, I got asked i I showed up yesterday at uh, at uh, one of our local uh, uh, family dollar the family dollar store here in town. and uh, the girl behind the counter. I'm you know i'm i'm I stand out like a sore thumb here in this part of Kentucky where I'm at right uh, being the being the guy I am and everything. And she says, "Now I want to ask you a question." And I looked at her. I said, "What?" And she said, "Well, now I'm not going to do it if 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 you're not cool with it." And I thought, "What the fuck is this going to be?" Right. And she says, uh, "We're we're all uh, supposed to dress up for Halloween." And I was uh, I was wondering, "Can I be you?" And and I just fucking died laughing. I she said, "I I just want to." And I uh, so so I feel like I've made it now. I feel like I don't have anything else. There's there's no more mountains to climb. People want to be me for Halloween. That's clearly a sign that uh, fuck this guy's made it. He's he's something here in in this town of four hundred fucking people.
0: <laughs> so what? So you're gonna have that short. Is there anything else you're gonna have?
1: Uh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I that that short I've got. I've been working on the the show. We got the the long term of getting episode two out and and other things so uh i know we'll have that i know we'll have plenty of things to, to look at and talk about and i it isn't a disrespectful thing and one thing that we all knew we had to do after 9 get on with our lives yeah we have, we can't we can't you know uh put weight to it beyond beyond the grief that it uh that it uh, it does you know entail but but still we have to we have to keep living our lives and that I remember rudy oh man rudy how the mighty have fallen giuliani when he got back on uh when he came on snl and he hosted snl afterwards and everything and uh lauren michaels comes out there on the stage with him and and uh says uh ask him well because he's telling everybody we have to move on we have to get back to normal just like everybody wants to do with this fucking pandemic mm-hmm. we have to move on we have to get back to normal we're strong we can't let the terrorists win Lauren Michaels comes out and says, Well, can, can, are we allowed to be funny? Can we be funny? And, uh, and he says, Why start now or some shit like that? Right, it was, right. but I remember in that. that spirit, in that spirit of Rudy Giuliani, I say the show must go on. Yeah. yeah and I, we're right. not the only ones that are going to have a show that evening.
0: Well, it's football uh, season two, which starts tonight, by the way. NFL, I believe, starts tonight.
1: Um, there is a uh, big boxing match, a big pay per view boxing match with Holyfield. Fucking when? what is he 57 58? When and this? do you know who's going to be ringside at uh, Snoop, announcing that? Snoop Dogg. Trump.
0: Where's this? I'm fight? not making this up. Where's this fight? I'm when not making is, when, this up. When is this fight? This is marketing genius, by the way.
1: When is this, this is fight? 9-11? It's 9 11 It's Saturday night.
0: That that is, I gotta be honest with you. You know, I I I I I'm not saying I respect it but this is why I don't want to be a part of this because that's marketing genius. I don't want to be, a part of, I can't be a part of this man. Okay. So the content that I'll have will be the amazing slacker 10. I'm halfway through that. Um, God, there's so much, I just, uh, so I wish there was more time cause I, but there'll be that. And hopefully then some more, I'm just really there's That's all I'm doing right now. So we'll see truthfully we'll see what happens after the next couple of these. I'm putting an awful lot of time into them, you know, holy shit, you know, so we'll see. Well, you've
1: almost got, you've almost got a season's worth. When you look at cartoons, if it's not on Fox, a lot of them, what does South park do now? Is it 10 or 12 episodes a season? And, and, uh, and a lot of the ones that I've seen on adult swim that are 11 minute programs There'll be fourteen episodes in a season. Okay. So you're 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 coming down to where uh, where a season should end, and you can consider cool. in the future, you know, uh, doing doing another season of it. But because oh, cool. I love what you got, I love how now every episode has got murder uh, and sex. sex every yeah. episode, every, uh, and
0: that's, and here's the thing, though, man. Some, I, because I know people don't want dialogue. And I'm sorry, man. The dialogue is very important to my fucking puppet shows, man. I'm like Quentin Tarantino. The dialogue is important. It's not all fucking action. You gotta, I try to make it quick, but the dialogue is important, man. And sometimes it takes a minute to set something up. I can't just bang with a kill or bang with the sex to entice. So I was really, that, that's what I was struggling with on this, this episode because there's a setup and I'm just like, fuck, man, Uh, you know, no one's going to want to sit through this setup because it's taking three minutes to get to sex or a kill, you know, but I'm like, fuck it. I can't create to that, you know? And so I finally, that's what happened is I just said, fuck it. I'm going to do it the way I'm going to do it. But um, yeah, every, every, I like to you know i'm doing 11 minute shows and i'm not trying to get ahead of myself but i like to have two acts and each act have its own love and 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 right it depends right now there's a giant cock that's gone wild and you know all we really know right now about this giant cock is it can be pacified with weed but if it doesn't get weed it just fucking destroys people and there's blood and gore and flying body puppet parts man you know, see, getting back to my idea of marketing to the kids. Now, if I were to do that, I would have to totally divorce myself of the art of life. Can you imagine, dude? Like, hey, we're going to bring out this guy we met, Will Dick. And he said, yeah, da, da, da. oh, it's good to know your neighbor. Da, 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 da. And then they do a deep dive. And it's like, hey, the puppets are fucking and doing all this kind of fucking craziness, man. Oh, shoot. Blue's Clues that go down the fucking tubes, man. So that's why, (laughs) dude, that's why, you know, I, this idea, I really, somebody run with it because I do, you know, when I was a kid, my aunt wrote me a little fucking book for Christmas and I was a character in the story. Kids trip out on this shit, man. And if you can give them a 30 minute fucking video at the, at it, just look at my pup, not that my pup, but just, you know, some little kind of creativity on it and a story that's got their kids names in it. Holy shit. And like I said, I can make their kids a puppet and animated thing if they want their kid to be a fucking real immersive character. So it's easy to do. I just think it, somebody run with that, man. I mean, somebody can work from home and, and, and fucking, I'm telling you, I, I would say a 30, seriously, I said prestige, 500. 500 for a third, and you would get it. Maybe not at first. Maybe you have to do a couple ones for free or whatever to get your name out there. You know, but I'm telling you, you know, between three and five hundred people would pay that if it's at a certain quality. I mean, you throw a fucking song in there with the kid's name. I mean, it's got to it's I'm not talking dog shit, but and you will work for that. Trust me, that's probably even
1: lowballing it. But it's just it's you could I think, you know. I was going to say it. It it seemed lowball because as you're doing it, I was thinking about. Yeah, you could just take a, and a short message for birthdays. Oh, have them made into a character doing whatever. Uh, yeah, there could be uh, different tiers. You, you could get that. You yeah. could do a small thing yeah. for and get 500. I think uh, out of it, uh, they they'd pay. Yeah, they'd pay more it. for the the full production type thing, uh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, if we run with
0: that and I could teach, you know, help me out. Help me out with clicks and views, dude, because I could have this studio well, I can show people how to do this, man. I could show somebody that's disabled or ignored how to do this, man. And they could run with this fucking idea and it could transform a life and transform a community. So please, please, please engage with what we're trying to do here. Anyway, sorry, Wes.
1: Oh no, no. I, I love the, I, I'm sitting there thinking because we're with our kids program that we're doing uh, with the daughters. We have cartoon versions of them as well so they're live action and then you see them like there was a program on pbs uh wild Krats. Uh it was all about different nature uh zuma buffoo uh, same characters uh from that any of you that have kids uh have probably seen those and uh, uh those where they become cartoon characters and i was just thinking well that's the perfect contest it's a perfect contest for the kids watching hey Hey, uh, subscribe, uh, type this. We're going to pick one of the comments and you're going to be in our next episode. We're going to give you a line. You're going to get to say a line and you'll be a part of one of our uh, and make a little character out of that kid. Yeah, uh, not marketing that as a service, but using that as a as a enticement to get kids to, to watch more. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's a good idea.
0: Anyway, guys, that's you know that's our four we into back in my day. But like I said, man, I just got high and thought of that, and I also recognize the reality I'm in. But my mission's different. My mission is not to go out there and fish. I desperately, desperately need to, want to, must teach others. Please help me, help me, help others, man. That's I'm begging you guys. My fucking physical and mental wellness depends on moving forward with this venture. I can't just fucking not do this. So please just, I'm not asking for money. You know, that's not what I'm asking for. Just tell your friends about this to go see the puppet show, promote that, promote what Wes and Jess are doing. Cause I'm not, you're not going to see me do here's my Patreon. Here's my fucking, I won't do that. I'm just, I just need some credibility because I'm going to put, I'm all in and I'll put everything I have into it, but I need a little bit of credibility. I don't have credibility. So I'm asking you to give me false credibility anyway, enough of my pleads, man. So I was thinking back in my day when I was in my real, I'm a douchebag, but real douchebag phase, the one night stand phase. And yes, I was one of those guys in my twenties where you would go out, get all tanked up, drunk, fucking, you know, pick somebody up. All right. That was just the culture. And, um, you know, I often thought I was in a job that traveled. And when you travel, you just don't have a lot of time. And so you tend to make up a lot of tall tales while you're staying in a hotel. And, uh, you, you know, and I, I kept thinking like, man, I, I, you know, every once in a while you'd meet somebody that you actually was cool, but you had to backtrack on all these fucking lies and shit like that. You know what I mean? I just... There was, I mean, it took me a long time to learn that it's really hard to fucking lie in a relationship, a fucking long term, long time. And I would get busted with the silliest shit, especially like in the cordless phone days, dude. That could be where the conversation could be picked up by a police scanner. Dude, I got busted so many fucking times for that. You know, I mean anyway it's good to be honest with your human relation i don't know what made me think of that but there were a lot of there were a lot of relationships in my earlier life that were based off of a lot of bullshit initially you know what i mean
1: yeah you know and well i think i think we all we don't it, you know so many people don't learn that lesson though that's that's the problem so many people uh uh don't get to the point where it's like oh, these lies have fucking eaten up so much of my fucking time. I'll just be happier if I quit it. And if you give it up and you're just honest about everything, even if it's a failing, you you got nothing to keep track of. You've got nothing to work. You know, just own it. Own it and be out there. Uh, But people don't learn that. People don't learn that.
0: I used to tell people, I was like 28, a functional alcoholic. I spent fucking all kinds of time at a bar smoking and drinking all day and i would tell people i was i'd add 20 years to my age i'd tell them i was 48. they go like wow you look fantastic for 48. and i just fucking sit there well, it's oh, clean living man you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know i got that from jerry garcia he was on like some t- today show and he looked like a fucking train wreck man and they're like Jerry, your career has spanned decades and you've been, you know, and they're going on and they go, what would you attribute it to? And they go to him and he just looks like he just got done with a fucking, you know what I mean? It's like Cokes (laughs) on his forehead. He's all fucking, he's like, I guess it would have to be clean living, you know? (laughs) It's It's
1: fucking great, man. He's fucking great. (laughs)
0: great, man. I just love that dude. He
1: was, he was something else, man. Uh, the band, the music, everything. Yeah. I actually knew some people that followed that followed the fucking dead. Oh yeah. I was uh yeah. Uh well it was this, it was this guy. I was uh I was about, I think I was 21 years old. Mm. I'm living uh in north uh, the northern suburbs of Georgia, Marietta uh, area. And I'm working at uh, I'm managing a car wash. I've got like 30 guys working the front line. I'm the assistant manager at this place. Uh this this one guy before then I knew him from another job. He, he shows up at my house and I'm broke. I'm broke. Going to be staying the night at home. My, my roommate's got a date. He's going out. So I'm just stuck. He's like, I I need some, I need some place to to do some Coke. (laughs) And I I said, you're welcome to come by. And so he's got some Coke. And I said, you sure it's okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so we're doing this Coke. And, uh, we go through all his Coke and it's getting late. He gets on his motorcycle. He leaves, he buys more Coke. He comes back and said, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a guy. That's not a, I don't use people. So I'm like, I, you know, I don't, I don't need it. No, I'd rather, I'd rather have somebody else doing it with me. So until about 5. AM 5, 6. AM, this guy keeps going out and he's getting all this Coke on credit, I guess. Uh, cause he'd gone through everything that he made all his money. Uh, it was payday and, uh, uh, he's back and uh he just disappears he leaves fucking town because he's wanted people are gonna kill him at this point because he owes all this money i see him a year later uh when i'm when i'm a, a assistant manager over this car wash he and these two people show up in this car hey hey uh you guys got any openings uh we're gonna be in town for a while we gotta we gotta get some bread together before we we head back on the road following the debt and uh yeah sure i can put you on the front line come on uh so they stuck around for about a month uh a guy his girlfriend and this other guy the girlfriend she she used this opportunity to escape the whatever weird situation she's in there with this guy following the dead it was like okay i gotta get my life on track so she made a little bit of money and she disappeared but it, just that i i didn't understand the whole but i I guess I ca- at the time I couldn't understand how how is it you're just off doing this? How is it that you fucking live like this uh that you just but but now they they had a lot of freedom. I didn't they had a whole lot of freedom I'm i
0: didn't. A, i'm a I'm a grateful dead fan. uh I never really desired to see their shows. I'm a weird dead fan because I just really i think they're amazing musicians. I think Jerry Garcia is phenomenal, old and in the way. The Jerry Garcia acoustic albums. There's one where he does in, in a prison acoustic. He's just a, he was an amazing fucking musician. And I, and I love, you know, I love their acoustic songs, but there's, for whatever reason, I probably dig it now, but I, have you ever heard of the Juggalos? Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. For those of you at home, Juggalo, feminine Juggalette, or Juggala in Spanish, is a fan of the group Insane Clown Posse or any other psychopathic records hip hop group. Juggalos have developed their own idiom, slang, and characteristics. Now, I know nothing, about, I, I know Insane Clown Posse from when they would come on the Howard Stern show, right? But I saw a documentary. This isn't for me, but I would like to go to one of these gatherings because it would be an interesting environment to observe Wes, are you familiar with this juggalo because i i'm going to sound old with the juggalo drug culture i it's just i <laughs> you know it's not my vibe but the these gatherings i think from a cultural observation standpoint man i think would be really cool to just see because it's it, just like an interesting group of people
1: uh it is really neat i've uh i had heard of them uh a long time ago heard about the juggalos and and there was actually an episode um Oh shit! Here, here, real head. quick,
0: here's a line. According to Shaggy Tudo, who's from Insane Clown Posse, juggalos come from all walks of life, from poverty, rich, from all religions, all colors. It doesn't matter if you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Or a crack rock in your mouth jugglers have compared themselves to a family so perhaps what it is is a community of peace and love but just done in a way that I, it's, I can't I'm not seeing but I, you know what I'm saying I dig that message dude I dig that message
1: it, it's a unique counterculture uh, uh, trying to separate themselves from the normals and kind of do an escape when they go to these events these big concerts and everything so it's it, it's just their unique vibe on the hippie counterculture of a of a Woodstock experience of a of uh you know that sort of vibe like a burning man I, only it's, it. it's centered around uh, this this group and that record so would let me ask you
0: this so you know fuck I'm going to sound so fucking old cuz I don't I mean I do know insane clown posse right and I do know about this but I don't know the fucking details dude you know um but like so by showing up in all this makeup is it also like separating yourself from the world so like what this uh shaggy two dope saying is all that doesn't matter once you're in here you're all family so is that way of like kind of like shedding the world and and being you know okay i'm in this space now and you know so we're all all that world shit doesn't matter i'm going to shed that world and come in like i don't know i mean my hire is that kind of the vibe they're trying to do
1: that's exactly it's the okay. it's the community vibe because they 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 shed all the rest of the world all come in on this uh, uh and and feel that they all belong together uh they're all they're all they usually talk about themselves as not fitting in to normal society. Right. It's kind of like if uh if goths all had some sort of group they followed, right? And you had and and you had that group that ch- uh, turned themselves different than society in that manner. Cuz that's all it is is just kind of a fuck society, uh this this is who I really am and I'm going to enjoy myself now. But then they go back to work on Monday uh know. you know it, that's
0: it, it's interesting you bring uh, goss, you know um as a fashion thing or whatever right i i would i am far from that you know as far as look and act but having said that to your point i've uh i've always for whatever reason been able gossip have gotten along with me very well just because i'm not afraid to talk about not fitting in y- you know what i yeah. mean and we you know and We all have different ways of expressing not fitting in, you you know what I mean? But, you know, I think we all don't fit in, you know? I mean, life's a series of making us fit in. We're born with all this imagination and we get beaten out of us, all right? So, I mean, none of us fit in and most of our lives is being told we don't fit in. So, we can all relate to that in one way, shape, or form of not being able to fit in. Like I said, I didn't, my fucking diaper training, fuck that shit, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's just comes down to the manner and how you express it, how you try to find an individuality, which, uh, interestingly enough, how individual are you when you're copying a trend? So, but, but it is, it is the, this is how I feel about the world. And I, I don't fit in and I identify with this group or this group Mm. and, uh, they, the juggalos are just a, a common band uh, of a hey, kiss should have done it. Kiss should have had the fucking kiss army going on tour with him and, and everything along those lines, because it's, it's almost, it's almost a melding of the, of the kind of, Hey, you're going to follow this band. You're going to go along and these are going to like the grateful dead had about their concerts, our experiences and everything else. But you've got the the same makeup kind of thing that, that you had with a kiss. So uh, G just missed the boat. He missed the fucking boat. He should have been a trailblazer on that. He should, he should, have, should been, have been.
0: Yeah. I got a PSA, man, when we were talking. Um, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but I'm going to talk about the friend zone. You know, er, last week we were talking about, what was it, incel, that movement, which is the involuntary celibate movement. Well, probably there's a probably a linkage to a lot of the a lot of people that are in that, and I'm not. There's, it's not a gender thing. Um, you could probably see that there might be a friend zone, statistically significant uh, number of friend zone. So it got me thinking. I really want to do because I've been in the friend zone, and and I know the pitfalls of that. Um, there's nothing wrong with the friend zone if that's what you're looking for, but here's some things to be aware of when you agree to listen to somebody's shitty poetry that they wrote during their teenage angst years, you have set yourself up. You know, you don't want to listen to that shit. You know, it's fucking horrible writing. It's self-indulgent crap. Don't be the person that says, okay. And then fucking compliments that and indulges that because for the rest of that relationship, that is all you'll be to indulge that and, and at its instant friend zone. Now, unless you really want to listen to it, but deep down, you know, you don't. I mean, you're in your 40s, let's say. All right. This is poetry that they wrote when they were 13. They're already a mental piece of work now, right? Right. Good God, the neurosis that'll be on full fucking display in this hack fucking poetry. What an evening, right? Good. That's a good time. So there are things we do, you know, having said that when I got hurt and I went through all this epiphany, you know, I decided that, you know, when I go out there and I had two really unsuccessful dates on both sides of the political spectrum. One woman was really to the right and just, and the other really to the left. And I'm like, holy shit, man, I'm just trying to fucking, you know, bada bing here, not get into yeah, anyway. So I just decided I'm going to do this vibe. is just try to be myself and make it safe for somebody to be their self. And whatever comes for that comes from that. But I've just seen a lot of friend zone stuff pop up lately, man. And I just think they're, I mean, y- you know, there are things we, I mean, it, there's a difference between being nice and and not being assertive. When you're not assertive, you're going to be a friend zone person. Be the person that says, no, I don't want to listen to that. Your poetry is, uh, you know, I don't get it. You don't have to tell her it sucks, but just, you know, I, I really don't get your poetry, man. I, I really rather not see you. I, I promise you. Things will go much better than okay. Yeah, I, I really love it, especially. Come, I'm, I'm sorry, Wes. I don't know how I got on that tangent, but I did.
1: <laughs> the, well, the, I, and I think uh, the thing that keeps coming to my mind as, as you're talking is, well, unless unless that's what you're looking for,
0: unless that's
1: what you're looking uh, uh, for, and so I can see I can see dealing with that. But be okay. There's so many that that use that that technique. Uh, trying to spur something romantic. I'll I'll be this, and and then romance will come and all that. And that's horseshit. That's not being I, I yourself. Guess, yeah, that's uh. I,
0: that's what I'm trying to say is if you're doing something that you really don't want to do because you just don't have the guts to say that. You just I don't think any relationships and that just leads to because I mean I just say I mean just hey I don't want to do that. But that's hard sometimes. But I promise you, man, just if you could just be a little assertive, it gets it gets easier. Trust me. Because I used to be that sap, dude. I just okay. I don't want to argue. I'll listen to your shitty poetry, right? But no, not anymore. I'm not an asshole about it. But I'm just like, no, that's okay, man. You know.
1: Well, listen to poetry, or or just do stupid shit that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally uh, situations you wouldn't put yourself in right. just because you hope later in the evening, you're, you're going to get late. Uh, I was right. with this, uh, friend of mine as his girlfriend over and she's got a girl, uh, that's going to come over. We're all four going to hang out. Right. So it's almost like a, the two of you are being set up. This girl shows up. She's got bandages on her wrist from the last time that she, uh, she tried to take her own life, big red flag. But did that stop me? Did that make uh my 17 year old? Oh, well I, I, hmm, that's a red flag. I shouldn't, I thought hey maybe maybe i'm gonna get lucky she's not too bad looking the evening goes on they get a call from this other friend oh i've had a fight with my husband and all that i I, can you guys come over and kevin and i neither of us wanted to fucking do this but we wanted to get laid so we go on over to this other woman's house uh and we're all over there we're there when the husband shows up with a truckload of uh guys uh in the alley Mm -hmm. we're there we're there uh suddenly as she's standing there yelling and the friends are there we're somehow standing here in this guy's fucking home uh and he's gonna he's gonna kill us we're just kids these are these are these are grown fucking men mm. I'm seventeen years old and uh and luckily luckily neighbors had called the police uh so I didn't end up getting killed that evening but I knew, I knew, I didn't. I knew that it was all bad ideas. But you just you keep going because there's that hope of the payoff at the end of the evening when you're young. Right. And so you put yourself in these situations of jeopardy that you look back on and it's, oh, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, I got plenty of those.
0: I got plenty of those. That's- we had a, we had a. While you were talking, there was a, another person that, that came in and immediately hit the uh, calling button. And I just wanna do a quick thing. I love to take calls, man, but you know, if you could just be so kind as give it a couple minutes to actually figure out where we're at, um, that would be cool because it would leads me to, I always conclude that you just, there's some sort of thing that's, I really, it's not part of what we wanna do right now. So, you know, so we're just gonna wait on that anyway, man. I have, I did see something on the news, and it was about football, NFL starting tonight, and and college football season. I started last weekend, so we're we're into you know full on football season, and I fucking am so the fact that I can't get into it is starting to bother me because I'm just it's just part of tuning out. The, you, you know, I just got, I, I, I want to be able to get into it, but I really could care fucking less. And I used to be passionate about football, but I guess like we we're talking about, we change over time. Life is fluid. Are there any passions you used to have that you don't give a fuck about anymore? Wes?
1: Uh, most professional sports, they all, they all ended up taking a dive for me, uh, after whoever it was that I really was rooting for left. I was from, uh, outside of Chicago. So uh, once Walter Payton left, uh, you know, right after the Super Bowl shuffle and all that stuff, the fiasco of 86, I guess it was uh, after he left, I could I could barely watch the game anymore. I couldn't. I I I never found anything that I cared about. So I haven't been able to watch football. Basketball was the same way with Jordan. Uh, once Jordan was out of the game and it wasn't really I I I didn't have anybody that I was really really rooting for because it's not the team it would be i i would gravitate towards an individual player right. and uh once he was gone i really didn't give a fuck anymore so all those and sports uh the nfl college football uh those things uh i have i have really a negative connotation when it comes to the education system in our country right. that i think they're a significant part of uh the money making uh part of it and i i i'm not a fan of it i'm a fan of individual athleticism i'm a fan of uh individual accomplishment and and uh and sporting uh events for the for the uh for the uh, the, the with the fundamentals of it for the for the camaraderie ship with the the team for different things the what it's become is just it's all it's multi-billion dollar horseshit that i don't think serves our uh serves our nation. Well, if you will,
0: for me, it's like so. fuck sports <laughs> for me, it's like movies and it's like a lot of pop culture, a lot of things. And I guess the observation I have is in that just really happened after I got hurt, in in 16 and I had to check out, you know, and it, it, you know, when people, I guess, you know, one of the survival techniques of, uh, you know, going through something like that is to not be of this world. You almost have to. And so, And it doesn't take as much work as you would think, but it is really hard after going through that to, to become of this world. It's just, it's, I, it's fucking hard and it's, I, 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 it's like really hard. I, it's like, I, it's like the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life is trying to fucking re re-acclimate myself to being of this, it is fucking hard. And I wonder if that's, I mean, cause it's like I said, it's easy. It wasn't near as hard to like not be of it. It's hard for me to put into words, but like I said, I checked out for a couple of years and, and I did what I had to do to survive that period of time and went on my little mental journey and I came back and there's just a lot that I cannot engage in anymore. And I don't know that's good or bad or indifferent, but I wonder if others have that experience. It is really hard to check back in after
1: checking out, really hard, you know? I think you have a number of people that are actually experiencing the checkout. Yeah. Uh, what I, would, I, would, uh, I would argue that the reason you're having a harder time checking back in is because of what's being promoted as the here's here's what it is. It's why we don't fucking do the news on this show because the things that people are making into a big deal and important and what would seem like the normal thing to engage in is absolute horseshit and i think you've got people backing out of it people that uh wanted to be a part of social media people that wanted to be in there and oh i got to keep in touch with people the ugliness of it is so unappealing that people back away from it and uh and are disengaging if you will because of the ugliness of the of of what we have in our society out in front of us so that's probably why that what well, what is it that you're that you would be engaging with think know, about but, those things yeah, to the checking back in
0: because like you want to meet
1: individuals you want to you want to engage i know that you want to meet interesting individuals without that fucking bullshit normal agenda that we see we see promoted uh, on all the social media.
0: Well, there needs, you do want to meet those. There needs to be a Walden pond to book. All right. We, we have all kinds of books of how I fucking went somewhere and found my fucking self actualization. We have a fucking shitload of books that, that tell how they did this. What about the day after being self actualized <laughs> in a world? That's completely not is one eighty out. And so there's, you know, and it's very hard. I'm not saying I'm self-actualized, but there are times I like to think I, I, the way I define it, I would say I am because I don't, I'm, I'm pretty much content. I'm at peace with a lot of shit. And, um, but you know, this world one could argue is not in a self-actualized place. It's not in a, Uh, a a fucking introspective space right now. So it's very hard to check into that, you know? And so it's really not about, it's just everything, you know? So, you know, maybe that's what it is, but that's why we need superheroes like mighty Mikey, the methamphetamine superhero kids here to talk to you kids about real American dope. Not that not that foreign dope, but American dope for American kids, made here in American bathtubs. Sorry, man. We're, I'm not gonna do that one. That I can't, but I am gonna do the Pentatron. Um, I'm gonna do a farm, a Pentatron Pharmaceutical. I'm gonna do a superhero for them. You know, I'm not gonna do. I can't do a fucking in good conscience, even in satire. I have a fucking mighty Mikey Meth fucking superhero, dude. I mean, that fucking drug. Thank God, I didn't get wrapped up in that fucking drug, dude
1: that's a motherfucker see, of a drug dude see i wouldn't i wouldn't set that limit on yourself of course i'm a guy with a couple of bestiality songs so uh you know that that puts now uh when it comes to the checking out have you thought about maybe pursuing uh uh the juggalos have you thought about maybe no. joining them no. because they're they're not making sense of the world and they're trying to find community in yeah, some well, way. We all, they, our, it,
0: we all have our different way of expressing that. And it's just not, and I get that. And that's a beautiful vibe, but I, that's not where I'm at with expressing that right now. Like I said, I'm more fucking introspective, more outside. I, I really don't want to like jump in there. Kind of like I said, I'd, I'd rather do two or three songs, get high and get the fuck out. And that's it. And and have people go, well, who the fuck was that guy and what was that? That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. And that's why I can't wait to do with mice, cause I'm tell you, I'm gonna drop some fucking weird songs, dude. And it's just gonna be boom, boom, see ya. And you know, not fucking weird like troll, but it you know, cause I don't really know what my genre is, but it and I'll and it'll be like, What the fuck is and, and it'll be see you guys later, man. And that's it, that's all I care about. It's just kind of like I want people to say what the fuck was that
1: that causes people that to is, think? what the fuck was that that's all i want uh, J- jessica and i have talked about doing uh open mics uh once the kids are are older and everything yeah. but i had thought about going out and doing it myself a couple years back but what i was going to do it was going to be all avril levine cover songs so it was gonna be this, you know, old fucking guy, me that's, that's showing up accurate. with an acoustic, right. doing country acoustic versions of uh Avril Lavigne Levine's song. Right. Skater boy, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend, right. you know, singing, singing all of her hits. I thought that would be the cause I wanted that same fucking thing you're saying. What the fuck was that? I yeah. uh, that that's a stage presence. When I was in that band and we did that big gig that I talked about, uh where we, the Battle of the Bands, we had the best, we were doing an exhibition set, so no pressure. I, I at the end of that, we're doing Killing in the Name Of, and I had a mohawk at the time, and I realized it was the first time that I, I was slinging sweat as I'm headbanging onto the first uh, several, you know, deep of people that were standing there in front. It was just, this is so surreal for me. But I everybody gets up at this local fucking Battle of the Bands, and they're just, They get up and they do their show and their shows bore the fuck out of me so i got this guy who was doing security and i had him put on this uh i had a rubber uh evil uh pig mask and i had him put on this pig mask i didn't tell the lead singer that we were going to do this i told the drummer because the drummer he would have had pta he would have freaked out seeing it and i didn't want him to lose time but when we did war pigs as war pigs started i had this guy come out from the back and throw uh, T-shirts out to the crowd uh, throughout the song. You know, it's a seven minute song. This guy uh, at the time, he weighed about, he's lost a bunch of weight now. He weighed he weighed 350 pounds easy, big and he's uh, six foot five. There were people sending, it was the only time that uh, that there was a big reaction. He had, people didn't know who was on stage. He received text messages while he was up there. What the fuck's going on down there? They're talking about some, uh, something going on on stage. It was the only uh, time there was any stage presence. And cause I wanted that. What the fuck is this? What the right. f- This is something new. Uh, nobody else wants to bring the show. Everybody just wants to, oh, listen to my song. Oh, we're rocking out. Fuck that. want. I, I w you're on stage. They can see you. You're not playing to the blind. Make it, make it visually appealing as well. You know?
0: Right. All right, man. Well, gosh, golly, gosh, man. So we covered the gamut, man. We talked about, ah, fuck, who knows what we talked about, but a lot of stuff, man. And Saturday at 11 p.m. on StreamSurf for Wes and Jess, there'll be uh, new content from from him and new content from me, man. And I'm looking forward to, to everybody seeing it. And, you know, golly gosh, she was, man. So my plan for, we we got like 10 minutes to give you a sense of time, Wes. Uh, so I got, uh, I really got nothing, dude. I just, uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of this week. It's good to be alive, all that kind of shit. You know, we talked about friend zone. We talked about not being of this world. We talked about kids, superheroes, get juggalos, get rich, quick schemes, Fiverr. You know, and none of it was planned. So tune in tomorrow at nine a.m. <laughs> Mountain Time for more unplanned podcasting. Wes, what do you got, buddy?
1: Oh, I just—I'm gonna have a day full of creativity. Although it's—it's it's gonna be a beautiful seventy-five degrees here, so I—I'm gonna make sure that I get outside and get at least get at least an hour of uh, some activity out there, so I'll feel a little more balanced uh other than that i'm uh just making it through another day it's it's thursday you know what what are you gonna do what are you gonna fucking do i well,
0: guess. that's a good point and so for the heck of it i'm gonna as a special treat because we've got time kids and we'll be right back after this but i'd like to listen in or you can watch this on youtube this is 49 seconds it's a preview of content that I'll be delivering and showing on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess. And that content is gonna be an Amazing Slacker. And here's a scene from The Amazing Slacker, part 10. Special preview, The Amazing Slacker, part 10. Big Cock Country, getting physical, featuring Chad and Officer Flower. Chad, I'm prepared to get physical if I have to. Go ahead, man, get physical. Oh, does the naughty boy like this? Is that a night stick in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? I'm taking control now. I don't think so, foxy lady. It's time for Chad to take control. That's right, Chad, put me in my place. Quit running your mouth and just take it. This one's for social justice. Right, Wes, I got to tell you something. My dream came true right in the middle of this movie, this puppet porn. At least two people came in, and it was the first impression of this site. And they left, but that was that moment. (laughs) All right, that moment we talk about. And I got to think that they were like, what the fuck? Thank you.
1: Don't it's, go, yeah. it's nice when you can watch them run it's yeah. nice when you can see them open the door look in and go oh no no i'm not going to do this this is uh, and you did get my mic right yeah, we are good with yeah, the mic yeah yeah thanks for reminding awesome me, awesome. all right
0: let's go ahead and just close it out man wes final thoughts before i do my vibe.
1: final thoughts it's a thursday it's friday eve make the most of it folks make the most of it get high if you can and uh and just Seek your passion.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, I have nothing really deep to say other than peace and love, and we will see you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Everybody have a good day.